Savage Bloggers Network Podcast, Episode 10. Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network Podcast, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. This is episode 10. I'm Christian Serrano. And I'm Ron Blessing. In this episode, we've got lots to catch up on, buddy. Yeah, we do. Sorry, I was out last week. I was sick. Couldn't do it. We skipped a week and had Gen Con. (laughs) But you know what? That's the cool thing about it, because this week, we get to cover the Gen Con stuff. Oh, fair enough. There's fair a enough. lot of cool stuff to cover, but we also got a lot of uh, other stuff non-Gen Con related to cover as well. So, uh, yeah, why don't we get started then? All right, we should start off by shouting out to Charles White over at Fabled Environments. His modern floor plans are amazing, and he is actually now our first Patreon patron. And he hasn't stopped there. That's right. He actually reached out to us, too. He is interested in doing some form of giveaway for one of the Fabled Environment maps. And uh, so we're still kind of working out some of the details. But definitely stay tuned because we are definitely going to run some sort of contest for this giveaway. Well, let's get into it while we're on the subject of Fabled Environments. Matthew Cutter has written a module for them under their uh, Blueprints for Imagination uh, line called Family Affair. It uses the nightclub map that they do, and it is like this crime story with a little bit of uh, uh, urban fantasy, magic, darkness type stuff going on. And if you don't know who Matthew Cutter is, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, he is the Deadlands brand manager. He is also the uh, the voice behind the original song for Smiling Jack's Bar and Grill. That's right. That is him singing that song. And uh, according to my daughter, he is the singing man. The singing man. Which is what she called him when she met him in like, when she was like in 2009. So she was six. And uh, so he's the singing man. Not everybody has a name like that, like being such and such man. So that's pretty cool. Well, he also did the old song, The Man They Call Shane, which was a kind of a filk of the Firefly song about Jane. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and he sang uh, We Have Games to Run, which was a play on Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. So all that stuff's out there. Awesome. Matthew is a multi-talented man. That's pretty cool. So uh, in the department of new products, Pinnacle did this little thing at this little event called Gen Con. Yeah, I hear the kids are going there these days. It's yeah, it's supposedly the cool thing to do. I, I don't right, know. I don't right. buy it. Whatever. And yeah. uh, no, so Pinnacle did their seminar. We've talked about it in past episodes. Um, and they did, they did their 2015 seminar, one hour dedicated strictly to Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Um, and then they did a follow up with licensees. But during Pinnacle's which is available on YouTube. We'll have a link for that. They announced three new awesome things. Three licenses they got. Three licenses, exactly, that are coming up within the next year. Uh, The first of which is The Goon. If you're not familiar with The Goon, it's a really uh, long-running comic, if I recall. Um, And uh, And funny. And funny, yeah. Yeah, so it's... um, 
I don't even know if I can describe it accurately, so I'm just going to say Google it. Funny crime stories? Noir with monsters. Sure. And yeah, it's... If one can laugh at noir, yes. Yeah, exactly. The second property is Fear Agent, which is a sort of sci-fi comic um, where it's sort of self-aware, kind of sarcastic sort of writing style. I haven't read it myself, but I'm actually going to check it out. Uh, similar experience, I guess, sort of the Six Gun where, you know, I wasn't familiar with it until... I heard about it coming to Savage Worlds, and so I'll probably pick it up and then fall in love with it, and then, of course, get the setting. Role-playing games have gotten me to read so many comics over the last couple of years. It's oh, ridiculous. I know. I know. It's insane. It's, so. it's the, the, the cross-media marketing thing is working right. really well. Before you say anything, I have to make the noise. Do it. Dun, 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 Flash! Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, buddy. Universe. That's right. Flash right. Gordon got announced. Flash Gordon. It's going to be sick, dude. And Scott Woodard, who is the guy that wrote the Sixth Gun RPG, is the brand manager, which I think they should call Savior of the Universe. That's not I a think bad that idea. should be his official title. I am on board with it, man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Scott's awesome already, but now he's my hero. Let's, let's pitch it to Shane. All right. See what I he think says. we should pitch it to Shane totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is interesting, the Flash Gordon thing, because um, I saw some comments as reactions to this news where people were like, well, we have Slipstream, you know, isn't, you know, now we're just slapping the serial numbers back on. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, first of all, I'll say this. One of the cool things about having actual licensed properties like Flash Gordon, et cetera, is that it's a baseline setting that everybody can sort of grab onto because they understand the concept already versus using something that's... Um, inspired by where it's its own setting and then people have to read up on it they have to learn it and right. so on and, and it creates an, an additional overhead to ramp up into the setting and, and get a campaign started and also i'm excited uh, having scott unleashed on flash gordon because the details he wrote and then created for the sixth gun imagine what he is going to do for flash gordon i mean i don't know how many books it's going to be but oh, yeah. he could write this for the rest of his life the way he wrote that six-gun RPG. Yeah, when, <laughs> when we did that Hangout on Air and he was talking about all the nuances yeah. and details, he would just find some little thing in a frame somewhere, apparently, and he would just latch onto it and expand it I'm, into a whole I'm thing. I'm going to need to stat that thing that's never been discussed. Yeah, right. no, exactly. Totally. Now, the only thing that's a question is what style of Flash Gordon this is going to be. You know, is this going to be based on old? Well, serials? I mean, the video, the the video they they did the, uh, had the uh, the song and it had some sound bites from uh, the movie the, with the the Queen soundtrack. Yeah, um, but I think that was just something that Cheyenne Wright had had thrown together just sure. for kicks. So I don't know that that's definitive. So here's the funny part about Flash Gordon is between the comics and the um the cartoon that they did in the 70s mm-hmm. and the um movies they did in i think the 50s and the original comics they did back in the 30s mm-hmm. um they've always had a few things in common so i think the bottom line is um flash gordon the movie was the least faithful to the original stuff Right. And everybody still loved it. So right. honestly, I don't think it matters where they're going to pull the material from. It's just it's going to be Flash Gordon. Yeah, and I, I think the material is still pretty much the same. The, the only thing I think that has changed for the most part across the different versions is uh, what Flash Gordon's career was before he became right. savior of the universe. Right. Um, 
so I, I think what's really important is that the material is going to be consistent for the most part. Right. And nobody's going to want to play Flash Gordon. I mean, it, that might happen, but you're going to be playing a character in this setting. Yeah, I think I think what the, the, the source material would influence is the style of the design of the actual, like, you know, layout. Oh, the look, the physical the look. look. Right. Sure. I think that'll be it. You know. Well, I, I, I certainly hope that they go traditional in that sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Because, because that stuff is awesome. I mean, it's been awesome. It was always awesome. And speaking of uh, Scott in the sixth gun, um, that RPG's actually uh, physically arrived, right? The physical products are on pre-order, but the PDF is available uh, right. with those pre-orders or just as standalone PDFs as well. I am super excited to get my physical book. I've had the PDF from the Kickstarter for a while, and yeah. and it really has lived up to the hype. It definitely has. It definitely has. I'm really excited to have to get my hands on it. So we should move on from this love fest and continue continue with the rest of the news. I know what they, do you think? they should start paying us, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So um, no applause, just throw product. Right. All right. So <laughs> so we have the return of an old school Savage Blogger uh, before Savage Bloggers were a thing, I guess. Right. Uh, Christian Linke, who uh, used to write uh, for Character a Day or something like that, was his was his he old blog. Yep. And he's got a new blog. Um, it's uh, Advanced Dungeons and Parenting. And he wrote up a neat little blog post. I should say, I say little. little. It's a pretty good length. But uh, he he did a breakdown of the evolution of Savage Worlds damage and its effects, and sort of how the design went towards you know a faster, you know, furiouser and funner process. Uh, as someone who is a newer Savage, relatively speaking, I didn't I didn't come on board until like two thousand eight. Uh, it was kind of neat seeing that history unfold. So uh, yeah, Newbie. yeah, I know, right. <laughs> but you know, I was looking at some of his old blogs. He's been blogging since like I want to say like 2002 maybe or something like that yeah. or 2004. Yeah, no, he's he's been around and he's got skills too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so that's a good thing. And speaking of uh, old bloggers, uh our friend Tommy Brownell has announced that he's working on or has worked on a Deadlands adventure. So congrats to him. Uh really neat. I yeah. like that he he pointed out that the Deadlands adventure can be played with just the horror companion and the uh, the core rules, and you don't actually need the Deadlands core rules. So if you want a taste of Deadlands, there you go. Yeah, he even mentions that if even if you want to pull it into something like the Six Gun, you could easily do that. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And we've got more names that have that have been away for a while, but are back. So I That's think right. uh, you had one you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So uh, Dave Olson, aka Weird Dave Olson, I actually met Dave here in Atlanta. Uh, he and I met for lunch, and uh, he and I used to both do uh, work with Reality Blurs, and so we met up and so on. And I, I don't know what he's been up to since then, but he actually wrote a number of products for the old school fantasy series. Uh, that Reality Blurs had published, and now he's back with his own fantasy series. I think it's called uh, Fantasy Renaissance. Is the is the line? Uh, right. He's got a new adventure. Uh, he's doing cross system publications for the series. The first one is WK Zero Night of the Mad Kobold. This looks like a really sort of old school fantasy classic D and D type of. Uh, cover and style of adventure. It, Temporarily uh, available for free, right? 
temporarily available for free. This is important. He, they're actually going to be running a new Kickstarter coming up. And uh, until that Kickstarter starts, this product will be for free. And after that, it'll go for a retail price. I'm, I'm not sure what the retail price is. I think is. he said like $3 or something like that. Was that what it was? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, even then, it's still relatively affordable. So Oh, sure. Yeah. It looks really cool. He does some cool things where he has actually some advice from himself throughout the product. It reads very much like a traditional adventure, and it also mentions a WK1, uh, WK2, and I, I want to say maybe a WK3. So it looks like this is going to be a series of adventures tied together, and they're all related to you know kobold theme uh, story arc. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is really cool. I'm excited to see. Uh, and, and this is also under a new licensee uh, as well. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do going forward and, and, and uh, what else they come up with. The old school fantasy stuff with uh, Reality Birds was neat, so I'm looking forward to seeing seeing what he's doing. Yeah, he and Sean did a did a good job with those. So speaking of old school, let's talk new school. Yeah, we've got uh, two new blogs. Two new blogs. That's pretty cool. I love seeing new savages blogging, and uh, of course, that's one of the reasons why I had originally created the Savage Bloggers Network. So we got two new blogs. Uh, Savage Worlds Gamer is one, pretty obvious. You know, one of the posts they have delving into a new gaming system talks about his experience of getting into Savage Worlds, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, the other is Every Hopeful Player. And uh, the post that that we'll we'll link in the in the uh, show notes is uh, character creation should not come first, which was an interesting kind of concept. So check that out. And and um, you know these are these are new voices in the in the savage blogosphere. So uh, you know drop a comment, let them know what you think, and and uh, encourage it because this is good stuff. So um, gaming and BS, which is a, a kind of a an up and comer um, podcast is um, they did an episode about money and role-playing games. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, This sort of hit home for me because one of the things I've always struggled with with RPGs is, I've mentioned this in the past, the the economies are are just kind of wonky, right? Money is always this weird thing. And then then in fantasy RPGs, you even have this issue of the weight of the gold and how much gold coins you're carrying around or or what alternatives you can use for the currency. And... uh, and on top of that, it's the idea that in certain traditional fantasy RPGs, you're constantly seeking gold either for, you know, in old school terms for XP or even in modern terms for buying that next new shiny thing to make you even more powerful so you can kill the next big bad thing so you can get more powerful and more gold and buy the next big shiny thing. It's just a vicious cycle. But so they talk about all these concepts. They talk about modern games uh, and how there's these sort of more abstract systems about just affordability. Like, can you do you have the credit line? Do you have the affordability of buying this thing? And there's not this, you know, nuanced tracking of funds. It's a really good fun listen. And, um, and you'll probably walk away from it with some of your own ideas as far as how you'll handle finances in the future in your, in your future games. So yep. check it out. And, uh, Brett and Sean are really cool and they're, they're really fun to listen to as well. Neat. I, I, you know, I have, I'll, I'll say I haven't listened to the show, but I've oh, heard so many yeah. good things. I'm going to have to, you should, you should. And, uh, in fact, um, one of the things I should mention before we wrap up the show, if you haven't heard already or noticed already, we are moving, uh, the Savage Bloggers Network podcast off of SoundCloud and onto WordPress. Uh, I'm using, um, sorry, not onto WordPress per se, but onto Blueberry delivering through WordPress. Uh, and that was actually thanks to the promo code that, gaming and bs had provided 
on uh, one of their bonus BS episodes and uh, gave us a free month for hosting the podcast on Blueberry. So big thank you to Gaming and BS uh, for that. The website is staying the same. The URL for the for the website is staying the same. Uh, your feeds should be fine. Your podcast subscriptions should be fine. All we Good. did was just, yeah, we just relocated where we're hosting the files. So Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think that's it for us, isn't it? Yeah. That was quite a bit, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right. Well, um, thank you for listening. And be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. There we have links to the aggregated SBN newsfeed, our YouTube channel, and this podcast, as well as other miscellaneous links. If you enjoy our show and you want to show your support, check out our Patreon page or PayPal donation link, both of which are available from the main website. And whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Christian, what's blue and smells like red paint? I don't know. Blue paint. <laughs>